0: Who wants to be in America's Slash Fit with Abraham Lincoln? Louisiana Purchase, that's a name.
1: Welcome to a very special banter episode of Argent Here podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick, and joining me today are my two crusading co-hosts. This is terrific, Trey. This is joyful, Jacob. Y- y'all are big enough the alliterations. <laughs> so it's a special spur to moment banter <clears throat> episode. We're we're just back from seeing the Norsemen on a on a Friday night, and you know we're feeling the the Holy Spirit, and we're just going to hang out and the chat. Uh, a brand new trio of banter ears for you. I think it beginning, but but not unfamiliar cuz we these two have been on the show in the past. I think Trey uh you were last on the episode episode with we did our holiday hot takes. Yes. <laughs> we're on the ep- that episode everyone gave like hot take about the Thanksgiving Christmas season and uh people had to take shots the hot sauce and then Jacob was on the uh the drunk cast. I was
2: definitely on the drunk cast. <laughs> Uh, that was there was a lot of drunkenness on that drunk cast. Oh, I forgot about
1: that one. <laughs> so definitely not as inebriated <laughs> as the drunk cast, but there's def- has been a little bit of um, some spirits to be had tonight. There's definitely been some alcoholic beverages, <laughs> as we all take a drink of our respective <laughs> uh, uh, beverages. So basically, yeah, we're gonna hang out and shoot the shit and bring you a very special brand of banter tonight. Okay, try. so.
0: We'll just unpack Norseman for a Unpacked brief period. moment. Brief moment.
1: Obviously, a uh, brand new movie about like a Viking story. Basically, the, what set the seeds for Shakespeare's Hamlet. So, obviously, there will be some spoilers in here. So, keep in mind of uh, that as we press forward. So, what did we think of the Norseman?
0: Okay, on a rating of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, 1 being the you know utter garbage fire, I would give it about a 7.
1: Okay.
2: That's just my opinion. All right. So like 10 being Inception and one being Morbius. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like, you know, Morbius has already laid the bedrock for the year. So. Yeah. I'd probably have to say that I would give it about a seven or eight as well. Um, I will say that um, anybody who's seen any of Eggers films, movies before knew kind of what they were getting tone wise from this. So even if you take that out of it, there's still some issues with the movie. But otherwise, if you can not try to behold this to either Norse mythology or Norse history, it can still be a fun, enjoyable, not fun. It can be an enjoyable movie. movie. I
1: would say it's a solid movie. It's definitely pretty dark, both tonally and literally pretty bleak, too. Like, it doesn't shy away from, like, uncomfortable aspects of...
0: It definitely doesn't hold its punches. No, yeah, like,
1: it's definitely very violent and very, like, rough. So, like obviously, if you're a, a bit uh, more sensitive to, like, violence and things like that, maybe go in with uh, knowing that Trepidation trepidatious yeah, waters. going to do that, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I think
0: that if it was, it could be, if it had a rated R <laughs> rating on it, that it would be much worse, but it was PG-13. And I mean, it's a, a pretty hard
2: PG-13. It's definitely a hard PG-13. If it had, I, I read where somebody said they were waiting for the director's cut of this uh, because they felt like there were... It, as much as it did not hold any punches back, it still felt like there were times where they definitely watered it down for general audiences, and I feel like that's what we would get if we were to get the director's cut, would be the R-rating version of this movie.
0: The thing is about it is that it took its creation from somebody that originally created the original Hamlet, what Hamlet was based off of. Was like this very
1: old, like, very, very
0: old Nordic
2: story. An old it, saga. It very old saga.
0: a lot of different artist renderings different creations from other sagas, like four different sagas, it's it's a lot to unpack in, in one moment.
2: <laughs> it is, and that's part of the reason that I say I still have not given this, like, like pressed right now talking about it in the podcast, I agree with you, I'd say a 7 or an 8 out of 10. I'm still having to process this because I won't say that it was a bad movie, uh, it definitely was a solid movie but there was so much source. They pulled from so many different source materials for this, like so many different sagas and the whole Hamlet inspiration. And they also tried to both root themselves in quote unquote historical accuracy while also kind of trying to delve into is this myth or legend by the way that that they told some of the story that it was just, I won't say they were trying to do too much, but there were not distinct lines as to what they were trying to do with it. It pulled
0: a lot on the whole action thing of going like, we're pulling a lot of stuff from like what modern perception of like Vikings versus like historical documentation of Vikings. It's like they
2: did that and then somebody in the crew went, no, 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 we need to historical this up a little bit like they, they went we're going to take it from the viking show and what people um, what I call the biker or fantasy viking and then somebody on the staff went okay we need to add some historical accuracy back into this uh, it's so. like that
0: whole thing it's like that whole tiktok thing is like you want to see what a modern day viking looks like and that's pretty much what they did
2: go
1: for me i i at least on the aspect of like the the line being blurred between like fantasy and quote reality like for me that was one aspect i i did enjoy uh, the whole thing with his sword, like he he unsheathe it during the daytime. Now
0: that's from that is from one of the sagas. That sword did exist in the saga.
3: Yeah, yeah. It was
0: a sword you could only unsheath during the night without dire consequences of you know your life is going to be wrecked. <laughs> yeah,
1: like the, the, the repercussions of like this like Eldric's uh, artifact.
2: It definitely took all of the aspects of various both modern, like the modern Viking, and everything else, but kind of took the fun out of each of them. So like, what you're left with is like the hollow, not the hollow core as in like it's superficial, it's just you're left with the most dreary aspects of both histo- of history and myth and modern myth, and that's all you're left with is a combination of all all of the, the really dreary stuff of it. So that's why I say while. You can appreciate or enjoy the movie. Definitely not a fun movie. Yeah. If you're look, like, coming in looking it's for, a, it's
1: a very dark film, and there's just very little levity. And like, I mean, like there might be some like unintentionally funny moments because like I mean, there, there the definitely Draugr were fight. moments where people were like, like kind of laughing because there's a part where like somebody farts at the beginning, and then um, when um,
2: the drogger fight with the head up ass, so. yeah, when we fight the yeah. Draugr
1: and literally
0: decapitates the drogger undead. Zombie like guy and goes, literally shoves it up his shoves it up his ass and was just like oh, that that, that, good that's funny. Like,
1: <laughs> and there's a bit where um Anna Taylor Joy, Anna Joy, who, excuse me, I always uh, forget which way it goes so, too. Where she's she's playing one of the uh, the main characters, like she's like one of his allies, and when one of the um the slave owners tries to like have sex with her, she like smears her period her, blood on him. her
2: tampon all over him yeah.
1: to like to get him to chase off. And there was like a like a like a chuckle, or it, it's like there's, there's not like hee haws in there, but but like there's enough like sl- slight comedy to like break the tension, but it's still a, it's a very dark movie. Well, I
2: guess what I mean by that also is that like there are a lot of people like myself who knew this was going to be dark, but we're still kind of expecting something along the lines of like a Viking uh Braveheart, essentially going into this. Like it's supposed to be one of the greatest revenge stories. Uh, of Viking history, of Norse history, so you're not expecting it to be happy-go-lucky like a freaking like Marvel movie. And I'm not hating on Marvel; everybody knows I love that. But it's not supposed to be that feel-good movie. But it's still supposed to be like they get theirs at the end of the day. And it's like you're robbed of even that. Like you're not getting Viking Braveheart; you're getting just really dark, depressing, gritty shit. So. You know. Wait, is there a rule about cussing on the podcast?
1: Uh, no, actually, uh, you get demerits for not cussing. Oh, well, oh, fuckity okay. fuck. You better fuck, say cunt, shit, fuck. <laughs> All whatever. That
2: fucks, I'm okay. so fucked without With that. you. With
1: that fuck. um,
0: Spoiler moment. So, at the beginning of the movie, you see uh, this kid watches his dad literally get murdered by his brother.
1: But by his
0: uncle. His uncle, his uncle, it's not, not his the kid's brother. His dad's
2: brother. His dad's
0: brother. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it just it's been, been a long kid night. Chopping off his, his
1: dad's head. It's brutal. <laughs>
0: but that is also out of another completely different saga, and they're just picking and choosing the best parts out of it, which is not a bad thing, because some of the sagas do go on and on and on and on, but... You know, there are just moments where it's just like, okay, we're going to watch this weird ritual where they howl like dogs. Well, and speaking
2: of going on and on, I really do... That's one of the other issues I have with this movie is this movie, if you look on IMDb, I think it had a two-hour, 20-minute runtime. And the whole revenge story still could have been told, but shorter. Like, it's essentially supposed to be, like I said, like Viking Braveheart or Viking Count of Monte Cristo. And there were so many points, I was like, this revenge story could have been told shorter.
0: There's this moment where he's like, taken captive by his uncle after his uncle figuring out who he is. And he could have easily just pulled a knife on the guy and just stabbed him right then and there and been done with this and just walked away and had a happy life.
1: Uh, we had to save
2: that for the volcano fight. Well, yeah. And because he can't unsheath his sword. in the day. Okay, well then pull out a knife. That's like, what I'm talking about, the knife. I know fate like, says you're supposed to kill him in a lake of fire, but he's right here. He killed eight
0: other guys before that moment. He could have at least picked up another weapon.
2: How <laughs> about the fact that the moment they, they showed up to the farm... That like he easily could have been like okay I'm gonna do this in a night or two I'm just gonna sneak in kill him and leave like it, it, that could have the whole revenge plot could have been done in like a day or two when he said like, I'm he, took, gonna... he took his dear sweet time doing it and not with the delicious Count of Monte Cristo where like he's planting supplanting the seeds of like discord yeah it's just pretty much just like eh. well when he
0: said I'm like I'm gonna cause this man utter chaos like make his life a living hell he's like. You're going about this the long route. I was like, you know, you, you didn't poison any of his food. You didn't do 15 anything. 15 minutes
2: later, so like, he's the favorite slave on the plantation. Yeah. And so how are you going to make his life hell? Well, they, public- they did kind
1: of poison it when they gave everybody like the. Uh, That's hallucinant
0: the- mushrooms. That's not the same thing. <laughs> I mean,
1: they, they spiked the punch now, Trey. They did spike the punch.
0: They did. Yeah. But it was just like. And they, I, I like how he takes like half of his henchmen and, and pretty much murder hobos them and makes them this weird amalgamation of like
1: human body parts as a horse human centipede horse yep Yep. <laughs> I will say it's also kind of hard to hear because the music is rather loud along with some of the the cues and like
0: I love the soundtrack like I would definitely invest in the soundtrack but it's the moments where you need to tone it down a little bit yeah.
1: and, and plus like everybody has like a very like guttural voice or like a thick Nordic or Slavic accent so like it, once again it's hard to Tell what they're saying even when they're speaking English, and then you get subtitled, but only when they're speaking completely in Slavic. The, or something.
0: There's literally moments where I'm just like, <laughs> people turn over, look at me, go, "What the fuck is going on?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain at this moment." And yeah.
1: but like for me, who's like hard of hearing, I was like, I was a lot of the movie, I just kind of had to interpret from body language and just like how the story was progressing. Like, there's a part
0: where they're wearing um, wolf pelts, and they're high out of their freaking gore. Oh, I could not hear half of what and was going on. I had
2: to infer from context. They're
0: they're doing this whole ritual, this the berserker ritual, where they go into like a mad rage, and these are the people you send to pretty much fuck up the other person, because you can't control them
2: otherwise. But you don't We're gonna know. We're going to set in the roided out special yeah. forces.
1: Yeah, essentially. Uh, all these dudes in the movie, not only are they, but they're like, cut These are the same guys that, like...
2: I'm saying Skarsgård can raid my village. I mean, he's... (laughs) (laughs) He was
1: huge. Probably the biggest I've ever seen him.
2: Oh, no, that was Uh, Skarsgård at his most muscular. I'm just saying. Like,
1: I've seen him in um,
0: uh, Generation Kill, and he was cut for Generation Kill because he's a Marine.
1: Yeah. Um, But that's pretty... This was him
2: simultaneously at his biggest and most cut. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm struggling to think of another time where he was that jacked. It's like, this, it's like this man was so dehydrated. If you could combine jacked and yoked, which are two completely different things, into one person, that that was him in this movie. That first scene with him as a berserker, oh, raid right me, daddy. <laughs> 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 See, at AYC's we, we appreciate the thirst. Oh no! I, so I keep thir- up that energy. I thirsted for Skarsgård. I'm not gonna even lie. I reached over and grabbed Layla's arm, and I was like,
0: "I think everybody oh. was like that after that first moment they watched True Blood." Did you hear what? Uh,
2: did you, Lin- Lindsey Turner, re- reached over and told Mel? No. Like the one guy that walks past Skarsgård, who is nothing but his panties, um, and he's like, "Good job, uh, Bjorn, we did this." Today. Oh yeah. And he's like, "Oh, that's Jacob after a fight, like just walking around that, in his yeah. underwear, half naked, and sweating." No, and well, I was
1: gonna say that's Jacob after a party. I
2: mean, that's. That's yeah. I mean, I walk in and go shirtless. Justin gets onto me for that. It's, it's really,
1: it's really just like a, it's not a matter of if, if; it's a matter of when. That's
2: usually the point at which Justin goes. Eh, it's time to hit the old dusty trail. The Jacob went shirtless.
0: I mean, it's that moment where I like I walk down here and you're just I'm just like I'm shirtless and you're just like boom shirt. It's I
2: think I've got a thong on it's right now. It's a
1: picture uh, that goes around the, of the party group, with just like the oh, three God. of us with our shirts off because we're just, like, feeling the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> All
2: I'm saying is it takes half a beer to get me naked, so whatever. Uh, you're oh, a look, th- half a beer. <laughs> you're a cheap date. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh,
1: The Norfolk, it's a, it's a really solid film. Just know there are a little issues in terms of, like, the, the sound, the tone is a little dark, but overall, it's a, a solid movie. Just know what you're getting in for when you go check it out. Anyway, I think we should also mention that we just recently have been joined by another surprise guest on this banter. Why don't you introduce hey, yourself?
3: It's Mel. Melis- Maleficent Mel. I was about to say magical Mel. I was trying to combine them both at the same freaking time.
2: She's magically delicious. I mean, shit. Oh. Oh, magically <laughs> malicious.
3: Said, you, be careful with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So also Mel making their first appearance since probably the uh, same as straight holiday hot takes episode.
3: Yeah, I was about to say it was either the hot takes or we had one that where we took over where it was.
1: I think I think the that the replacement episode was before it.
3: Probably, I think that was the very first one because I think I've only been on two. I,
2: mean, two it, I was definitely on been the been drunken cast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that where they were just <laughs> peaching like piecing everything together, and it was just. Was, Somehow uh, Pat made a whole thing for it was a just a whole Pat. podcast.
2: <laughs> it's, uh, the,
1: yeah, the, uh, the Drunk Cast uh, was our first episode of 2022, even though we recorded an episode in August of 2021 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at a house party.
3: What are you missing with? It's just. A trinket that you have dangling from is the mic. Mothra riding
0: Godzilla. What's wrong with this? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey. That's a great
1: ship. Godzilla, Mothra.
3: But, like, is it, like, powered by Mothra? Is, like, Mothra actually flying with Godzilla? Question.
0: Mothra's a top. Don't mess with it. <laughs> yeah. Obviously,
1: Mothra pegs Godzilla. Godzilla's a bottom. <laughs> oh, God. That that reminds me because that that was part of like some bullshit that happened last week on Twitter that people were mad that people were joking that Godzilla was queer.
0: <laughs> it's a
1: lizard.
3: I mean, anything that has a heartbeat can be you know. But anything. like I said, it's a
1: lizard, so really doesn't matter in the long run. And, and plus, like this, this was kind of like at the same time that people. No, this is a
0: hill I would die on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
1: <laughs> it was also at the same time people were getting like but hurt that. Dinosaurs have feathers now. It's they've like, we've always, ha- yeah. always had feathers. Oh, no, we're getting on this now. <laughs> but because people were like, this is like that some is liberal account. woke agenda, they're like soy boying, woke fine dinosaurs. Like, no, oh like, it's science. Okay. It.
2: They're not woke Feathers have always been part of that's dinosaurs. Been. dinosaurs. Like that's, have... that's been a thing pretty much almost as long as we've been digging up dinosaur dinosaurs. remains.
0: It's just because you don't find the remains with feathers on it doesn't mean it doesn't have fucking feathers. Also, it, it, not it's... to get on
2: a whole political tirade, and I hate when people call this political because it's about people's lives, but <laughs> sexuality... As far as homosexuality or fluid sexuality, literally been part of the animal kingdom and, and nature mm-hmm. okay. as long as things have been a fucking live.
0: Exactly. They're like, oh, gender is a social. Speaking
2: of g- which, what are you doing later? <laughs>
0: <laughs> In nature, there's a document of a clownfish changing its gender Ooh. if its spouse dies.
3: I mean, most sea life is like that; that they can. Change. There's also yeah.
0: also land mammals, land. Anything that walks on the earth that does that. Reality is
1: a lot mm-hmm. more queer than people want to acknowledge, and they just have to get over it. Yep, I mean, I agree.
3: Are we just going to make this the queer
1: podcast? Well, listen, a- AYCH <laughs> is queer owned and operated. Like, I'm just going to
2: go ahead and say, my, my sexuality is very much Captain Jack Harkness. Yeah. I can find anybody just, you attractive. Know, yeah, huh? because that <laughs> Ren and Stimpy over there, that, that Toastman. That, I was going anyway, to say, tough. what? You're <laughs> going Toast <laughs> Tray.
3: I'm like, he's <laughs> Oh, like, I mean, the, we already know that.
1: Because I was gonna say, like, how many times have we had a party and Jacob is like making out with a giant head in a tube?
0: <laughs> so I'm a giant head in a tube.
3: What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the face of Bo. This is
3: that's what I was trying to get at.
2: <laughs> I've got nothing. For the first time in a long time, I've got nothing. Yeah. I usually have some reply. I have no reply to that. And-
1: <laughs> uh, but I was gonna bring up since we did mention dinosaurs, uh, Jurassic Park you I mean and Jurassic and World and Dominion was one of the trailers so that showed yes. up for the Northmen. And someone who hasn't been like super thrilled with the first two, I was kinda like, you know what, this looks like a good trailer. Okay, they're a nostalgia thing for me. So regardless of
0: how bad they're gonna be
3: He's still gonna watch I'm still them. gonna
0: watch it. Yeah. I watched Jurassic Part three, the one that had the bad writing. That was on Island B. I still watch that thing. I own that movie.
2: I'm interested to watch that because I have been very curious to see how especially after Lost World, the original Jurassic 2 came out and then they had the pterodactyls flying out over the ocean and then the T-Rex and the bars that they had to lock back up. They almost had the balls to pull off what they're pulling off with this one which is what if they broke out because we're dumbasses. The funny and thing, then dude, what happens to the rest of life. the ecosystem in the world and so this movie seems to be addressing that and so I'm curious to see how they how they do that.
0: The fucked up thing is that the first Jurassic like, the awesome. dress part, The Lost World, is actually based off the first book yeah. that that writer came off yeah. with. So it gets a lot worse if you read the book to begin with because yeah. this plan was already half cocked to begin with. Yeah. Like the main guy that they were supposed to be doing this like, gets tossed off the boat somehow because it meets his landfall at a weird, awkward spot and they can't find him. He becomes dinosaur food like five minutes later. Yeah. Because <laughs> they just find his arm. Yeah. And it was like. But the people complaining, going like dinosaurs don't have feathers. I'm like, the thing that's in the trailer is an actual velociraptor with feathers. With it feathers, looks badass. Yeah, that's a, that that, that's looks an actual really velociraptor, good. even though it's the size of a
1: corgi <laughs> in actual real life. But I will say, one of the new dinosaurs I'm, I'm excited to see because I I can't think of a outside of maybe a couple cartoons I've seen is the. Therizinosaurus is—it's it's the one What's where that? um has re- really long like hanging claws in front of its body, and it, it was like stalking Bryce Dallas Howard into a swamp. Oh, it, 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 it's really cool. It's
0: like one of my favorite dinosaurs. Now the thing is, my one complaint is like I love that they brought the Dilophosaurus back thing with the frill.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. I able to spell that.
0: It doesn't. It does. Supp-
3: it looks like a big chicken.
0: Wait, what? The therizinosaurus. It looks like oh, a big chicken with claws. That thing, yes, that thing.
3: It looks like a chicken mixed with. Sorry, a I was a
0: kid that was obsessed with dinosaurs. So when you show me one of it looks like I'm Colonel seeing. Sanders'
2: apex predator. Yeah,
3: pretty much.
0: Is the thing that can Colonel Sanders like? It? It's like I mean, you can fry anything. That's where the special urban <laughs> spices come from.
2: Mel, bringing up the real Southern heritage and all of us right now. Can we eat it? Can we can fry, fry it? it?
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, no one's. You just try. You it. Try hard enough, yes.
2: I've gotten up. I mean, bread. can you milk me?
1: Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite bits <laughs> about like the pre-release content for uh, Dominion is that Colin uh, Trevorrow, who's who's the director, mm-hmm. uh, said like like the like the big marquee the quote villain dinosaur of the movie is the uh, Gigasaurus. Wait,
3: what is it called?
1: The Gigasaurus. Yep. And it, <laughs> he was infamously quoted as like the the Gigasaurus, the the Joker of Gigany- the Jurassic World. <laughs> like it
3: sounds like Gigasaurus.
1: I mean, yeah. So basically, <laughs> basically, he's trying to say that new baddie dinosaur is the dinosaur version of Joker. Somehow, uh, what? Okay, that's as long as it like doesn't out. have
3: to do anything with Jared Leto, I'm fine. Like <laughs> as long as we don't bring him into another movie.
0: But my, I also love like in the trailer. It's like all the different little explorers going through that one plane, and the uh, triceratopses are pushing them over. I'm like, yeah, of course that's gonna happen. What do you think happens when you get close to a bis American bison. They're gonna ram the freaking vehicle.
3: Yes, but I would try to pet it still.
0: It,
1: I mean, fair. I would. <laughs> I would too. So fair. <laughs> it's like, Jurassic Park. Just like hey, it should have just been a petting zoo. <laughs> I mean, it
0: originally was designed as a
1: petting zoo. So I that's mean, the thing. It's like
0: I,
3: see, I remember like in one of them. I don't know them that well, but I remember one of them. There was like one of the attractions was like you know how the camel rides at like the zoos. There was one like. One of the dinosaurs in, was like that. In
0: the original Jurassic Park, John Hammond mentions the area that is strictly just a petting zoo. It's the the ones that aren't going to really rip your arms off, but you can at least pet them and you'll
1: be fine. Because <laughs> like there there was a bit in Jurassic World where like they have like a shot where it's like all the little kids. That's, that's the, the
0: same concept. It's the same. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm.
1: But the the thing that because I I we re- rewatched Jurassic Park like maybe last year, and the thing that I didn't clock the uh, in the original that's in Jurassic World is just like there's this subplot where they're just like actively trying to force like parenthood and motherhood Uh, onto a character. Because like, because Bryce Dallas how it's like, this chick is running this multi-billion dollar (laughs) island full of dinosaurs. But then like, her is just like, but when are you getting married? When are you having kids? But you
3: have to be responsible of your nephews right now. And it's just
1: like, it's it, the whole bit was just like, you can't even articulate empathy as a human being unless <laughs> you have children. I'm just like, uh, can you, like, fuck off? Do
3: that, we, do we have my, to have this narrative in most movies? That's like, kind of my thing. I'm like, I'm
0: like, just because you're going through a horrible divorce does not mean you shoved your children
1: onto me. <laughs> it's like, bitch, I got dividends. I'm running this goddamn island. <laughs> Y- y- go to the couples therapy. Leave me out.
3: I like I don't know what happened to little Jimmy.
1: <laughs> like, I, I mean, they're not relevant anymore. Yeah. But she's got that clone kid that she's keeping up with now, I guess. Spoilers for Jurassic World 2. <laughs> where we had like, this, whole dino, this whole entire dinosaur uh, like, creation lab and black market auction underneath the house. That,
0: that was my problem with the Jurassic World, like uh, the um, the second movie. Was the fact that it's like they finally unleashed the dark secret as like John Hammond's like partner was like, Oh, I'm gonna clone a human being. Oh, that's wrong, but I'm gonna clone something that's 50 million years old that could easily it's, kill do so much being. more damage.
1: Like, when they just like, Oh no, uh, the, the poison gas is filling up the dino garage. It's sad to let him die, but they can fuck up the Earth's ecosystem. We gotta let him go. And then somehow 25 dinosaurs just take over the earth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My That's thing is, like, suddenly thing. you turn the like the food chain up on its ass because no longer human beings are no longer at the top of that.
3: I mean, if you really think about it in nature, we're not the top. Like, you put anybody in the wild right now, most people wouldn't survive. Oh,
0: no. Not by any imagine.
1: Uh, here comes frontiersman Jake. Hold on. <laughs> I, I, humans are so bad, this, how Jacob. come we flinch when bees? Jacob, I'm going to preface this. The average person. Like, up, I built How
0: hard do
2: you it? want me to geek out or not okay, geek out? You <laughs> and
0: I could survive
2: easily. Answer the the damn average question. person. <laughs> Answer the damn question. Oh, the, how the, hard the, do you want the, me to the, geek the, out? The, let's go The for big it. dicks go. are on this oh, side, of side of the room, I guess. This is where I'm going to tie in both my nerdiness and my exercise science nerdiness. Because this comes directly from a couple of textbooks. The reason we are the apex predator, and I hate using that term <laughs> because you're going to get a lot of neckbeards or incels. are going to be like, I'm the apex predator. And I'm like, no, you're a fucking no, no. Dorito-eating Mountain dew slurping piece of shit <laughs> Anyway, both but of I'm which built are... built different. Which do, Doritos and Mountain Dew are awesome. Not not hating on that, but not I'm sponsored. built different. Fuck you. If you have to say it, you're not. Yeah,
1: I, I can't have you besmirch Mountain Dew or Doritos because uh, Doritos. we can't get sponsors. Doritos
2: are fire starters. Doritos are... <laughs> Not my favorite. I'll believe it. I'll be nice about it. I don't like Doritos uh, anyway.
1: If you, to, you say Firestarter. Is out, there's actually a poster for the Firestarter uh, remake movie. No, yeah. 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 It has a Dorito. You, I mean, on legit. It you can start a fire with Doritos. I mean, there. Are, I
2: uh, took a video of me lighting a Dorito on fire, and it stayed lit for ten minutes. It's a very
1: flammable snack. And <laughs> and, <laughs> That's I, so totally should be my people.
2: Okay. Okay. So the reason for that is that it is both a hydrocarbon and it is soaked in hydrocarbons. So it is literally through and through a fire starter. Anyway, I hate Doritos. Canon knows this. We're going to move on. So the reason we are the Apex Predators is not because we are individually. Tougher than a T-Rex or a lion or a cheetah or a tiger. It's because we are dangerous both for our intellect and our physical prowess, but specifically because of how we hunt in packs. Like whenever we would hunt down prey, it's not because we were faster than them. Literally almost any other animal that we would hunt and kill was faster than us on foot individually it was the, the two things we would do it in packs and we would outrun them meaning we would run longer than they are that's the reason we're the apex predator it's not because me versus bear is going to win I'm going to get my entrails clawed out except that I bring two, three, four other of me and I'm going to let that bear tire himself the fuck out while I just also created a tool that can tear him to shreds <laughs> that the bear is not going to do so the bear is not going to bring buddies not going to make a Ruger and shoot her
1: listen it's all over when the bears getting unionized the, the, uh, I'm just the, like- there's a
2: book born to run that talks about that it was like the reason we were so great for hunting and killing is because we literally ran these animals to death we outran them not fast enough as and we just ran longer than we tired them the fuck out we're talking
0: about like the same people that were like our predecessors would literally get together with 20 other buddies and force a giant elephant off the side of a cliff because there's no other way to kill. Our ancestors
2: would run for half a day sometimes to to hunt these things down, and we would be like, okay, we're going to be tired, but we're going to recoup, we're going to rest, and we'll be fine. The animal would literally run until it died because its lungs could not keep up.
1: And then also, just because, like, prehistoric humans could, like, run and do shit for a long time doesn't mean we as modern people need to be doing that. Like, obviously what evolved thousand years ago is nice and great and wonderful but like does it mean that we would like
3: oh but I want to get back to the whole thing like giving a bear a gun or I, don't,
1: <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with this she honed in <laughs> on bear with a Ruger <laughs> I mean, I, you, you brought it to the table and now we have to discuss no, what is the best weapon this. for a bear to be funny a barret <laughs> a what a barret
0: a barret a barret or Beretta. The giant anti-personnel gun. Oh, okay. No. I thought you were saying
2: Beretta wrong for a second. <laughs> so I was exactly, like, like, that wasn't making no. Sense. It's a nine the, mil. I guess it'll do the job. The giant but,
0: armor-piercing. I know what you're rifle. talking about. I wasn't now. specifically I know what you're talking like meaning about like
3: guns in general. I'm like just saying like anything to like make a bear win against say anything else. Bear arms. <laughs> Not a bear with nunchucks.
2: What about a bear with a Gatlin gun that it could hold on its own?
1: <laughs> I mean, if we, could, if we could teach a bear how to ride a like we could teach a bear how to That's use a, a gun. That's a concept. <laughs>
2: And now I'm just imagining all those like really dramatized caricatures of all the presidents where it's like Teddy Roosevelt riding on top of a bear with a gun. Except now I'm imagining <laughs> yeah. the bear by itself with a gun. I mean, Teddy Roosevelt gun <laughs> probably would fight a bear that shoots we, poison bullets. We,
1: we know Teddy Roosevelt. He, he postponed a political <clears> trip throat> to throat> Africa throat> so he can fight a cryptid. <laughs> what? You In West Virginia, my- they had the Snallygaster, which is like this cycloptic bird-like creature cycloptic uh, that haunts. Bird? The, kind of looks like a pterodactyl, kind of looks like a dragon, depending on who you talk to. May or may not have tentacles. May or may not have a, a a metal beak. But it's known for haunting West Virginia. And Teddy, after he heard about it, he he postponed a diplomatic trip to Africa so he could personally hunt down that creature.
3: That's the secrets of the United States. That's what's what they're holding. Is I've got all nothing cryptids. to follow up with that. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's
2: just. Mm, there's hat.
1: a reason why he preserved all the parks was to hunt the <laughs>
3: cryptids. <laughs> that's where they're all hiding. <laughs> the, the, I know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, the,
1: the, the secret history of the United States. Also, stay tuned for AYCH Cryptid Hunters.
3: Oh, don't, you know Liz would be on top of that immediately. I mean,
1: we've done three ghost hunting episodes. (laughs) Three. Uh,
0: So are we starting off with that, with like Abraham Lincoln, like, hunting vampires? If
2: I could hunt cryptids. No,
3: like actual cryptids, not like...
2: If I could hunt cryptids, that's all I would
1: do. And speaking of vampires, apparently the, the talk is that because Morbius has underperformed so bad, Hollywood thinks that no one wants vampire movies, so like two big vampire movies have been like One's been canceled, one's like in the process of being canceled. Okay. We
3: don't need to be more. Fail. To be fair. But, be it, fair. but it's, it's
1: the part of Morbius that's the problem. It's not the fact that it's a vampire a okay. That is just a complete
2: aside. I'm going to make two points that are going to seem very counterintuitive. First off, I agree with Mel. We've had so many vampire movies. We don't need another one. But blaming it on Morbius is like when the actor who played Iron Fist blamed the failure of the Iron Fist series on the fact that nobody wanted to see a rich, successful wet, white guy on screen oh, yeah. on Trump. And it was like, no, I'm not defending Trump. I hate Trump. But I'm saying trying to blame that the, the failure of that series on that going on at the time, like no, that happened. He tried, and I was like, no, no, your acting is just terrible, and this was a bad series. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's the same type of logic as, oh uh, well, nobody wants to see a vampire movie because Mor- Morbius sucked, and that must be because no vampire movie, no, it's because Morbius sucked. <sighs> oh, yeah. No pun intended.
0: We went through the eras of shotgunning vampire movies, zombie movies, where literally that was pretty all much that we had. All for- we had for
1: well, like, like just like pre-Marvel, there were like a, I, I would say like a lot of. Like mainstream, like vampire kind of schlocky movies, but like we haven't really had that for a while. Then, like, the one time that it's coming back around, it's the first one was Morbius, and it's like, uh, like just we can
3: like, do better. That has
2: <laughs> nothing to do with vampires and everything to do with Morbius. It's like everybody's got the bad case of the Morbs right now. I had somebody tell me that one of their friends came back and said it was the best movie they'd ever seen.
3: Are they okay in the head?
2: I had that same reaction. I was like, (laughs) I'll stand by that if you go and watch it and you enjoyed it and you don't agree with me, that's fine. But good movie, (laughs) I'm going to have to take issue with. Like, you can enjoy it. I like the Daredevil and Elektra movies from late 90s, early 2000s. They're bad movies, but I like them. So if you come back and you say you liked it, cool, fine. If you say that it's a really good movie, you have to get your head checked. That's (sighs) like the Mortal
3: Kombat movies for me. Like, I have, like, are they good? Eh. Do I like them? Yes. Like, it's a more, like, sentimental thing for me, with especially with those, especially the early, like, I mean, the late 90s, early 2000 movies.
2: Yeah. Well, especially because some of those were ones that, like, paved the road for these yeah. other movies to come through. Morbius does not have that no justification, validation, or excuse. It can't be like, well, I like it because it's got nostalgic value. You can say you liked it, but it does not have the defense that it's paving the road for anything. I
1: mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's definitely a guilt... Uh, Guilty the the up, like it's trying so hard to like build a world that it doesn't tell a
2: story. Oh, especially like, the after credit scenes, they're trying so hard to force building a world right now.
1: But just like, I'm sorry, and i a Sinister Six movie is not that compelling. Like, they're already moving forward with the Craven the Hunter movie. Oh. Which did you, did you watch Mor- Morbius? Huh? Did you watch Morbius? I haven't seen it. Okay, which I'm really looking forward to the Craven the Hunter movie because Aaron Taylor Johnson's playing the Craven. Yeah. Hmm. That's they're a pretty that good guy choice. who played Quicksilver and yeah. uh,
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was
1: everybody else's reaction. They're like, the guy that played Kick Ass is like, yes. So so this <laughs> so this cat is being like all these different like superheroes. And then apparently they're making a Madam Webb movie. What? How are you gonna do that one? And Madam won. Webb being like this blind <sighs> seer in the in the Spider Man mythos who like Ordains like this, like greater,
2: like cosmic purpose for Spider-Man, and kind of the the hub for the Spider Multiverse, like
0: in the '90s animated series mm-hmm. for Spider-Man. That was the weird lady that he met. Like, uh, I'm actually gonna say this, and this just sounds weird out loud. <laughs> um, the Alley, <laughs> and was essentially a seer.
2: Yeah, and so, like, that's a movie that, that could easily be spun off of the upcoming Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness movie. It cannot be spun off of the currently existing Sony Spider-Man material. It can't. Like, you can't take Venom and Morbius and the fact that there's a tentative link between Marvel and Sony right now and hope that you have enough material for a Madame Web movie. That's just And
1: there's just not enough interest there so- either, like... I mean, kind of afraid that maybe MCU might be just turning into Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Like, they're just going to take little tiny twink Tom Holland's like, no, you can't grow up to be a landlord. You have to be Spider-Man
2: forever. Yeah, no. Sony is currently doing what DC is guilty of right now, which is just trying to play catch-up to the MCU as opposed to just going ahead and doing their own thing. And putting in the cart before the horse. Yeah, and understanding that they could have longevity long after the MCU stopped telling stories, which is not going to happen anytime mm-hmm. soon. But instead of trying to play catch up they just need to do what marvel did and just set about telling their own thing at their own pace and let that work for itself but sony's trying so hard to replicate this the rest of the MCU success right now cuz sony's all about the cash it's not about the quality yeah i was about
0: to say this is the same company that's like fighting disney which is a losing battle because disney's just going to keep throwing money at it until they get what the characters they want from sony yeah I mean, they yeah. already have the x men they threw several million dollars at the X yeah, getting they, the X-Men they got the
2: X-Men they got Spider-Man on the first place which was a huge fucking deal at the time so they got Spider-Man they've got the X-Men like like Disney's just gonna keep on going okay that's cute here's 4,000 million quadrillion whatever more dollars uh, yeah I was whatever about to say I'm to like do.
0: because Sony's gonna go no we're not gonna back down from this and it's like yeah here's a you know billion dollars you know give me what I want if your
2: goal is to make money off of these movies here's money don't make the movie take our money we'll make the movie <laughs>
0: No, so, so here's what I was going to say. Back to the Jurassic Park thing.
3: I thought you were going to say back to the bears. <laughs> oh, no. So
0: in the trailer, they showed the Dilophosaurus, like, with this giant frill uh, about the spit. I'm like, this creature didn't actually have that frill. That frill's an add-on from a modern lizard.
3: I was about to say, say, is that something that you can be that can be customized, like at the shop? To me,
1: it seems funny that for this reboot series, it, it, they didn't bring in any legacy members really until the third, the one. third one. I mean, yeah. like, B D Wong was in the first movie because he he was in first he's in the, the first and second one. Yeah, I mean, not, not not to discredit B D Wong. Obviously, he's a very well respected actor but like the main ones that you know from Jurassic Park like Sam Neill, Lord Dern, mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum.
0: Jeff Goldblum came and like did cameos for the like the the end of the second one. Yeah. And I'm really I'm excited the fact that they're back. Got Ellie Sattler, Dr. Grant and Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum. Honestly, for nostalgia factor once again. I'm excited about it. <laughs>
3: So you feel like a little kid again, like excited, like Christmas morning. Yeah, it was
0: like, no matter how bad it does, uh, I'm still going to watch it.
1: It, I did think it was funny, just that being one of the trailers that was shown, that literally the last trailer they showed before, just like dark, brutal, grisly Viking movie was... The Downton Abbey movie, yeah. just like know, the tonal right? whiplash between these two properties. Here's just, Dame
2: Maggie Smith, and now the Norseman. Here's Alexander Skargard literally tearing
1: a man's throat out with his teeth. Is
3: this the same audience, the same people that will watch like watch both?
1: I don't think I so. Don't, you notice how people got up after right after There's that. Some <laughs> There's some overlap.
2: There's some overlap.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hey! If, if you're in the Venn diagram of Downton Abbey fans <laughs> and Viking enthusiasts, let us know, <laughs> please. I mean, I my household
2: might people. be at the Venn diagram of that. <laughs> Lindsay has definitely watched. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I mean,
1: Downton Abbey is a pretty is a pretty neat show. Watch I mean, I watched a really fair amount of it
2: stuff and some Viking stuff, but I don't think I've watched. it. Yeah, I mean, I've I definitely not sat what's... and intentionally watched Downton Abbey. It's a good show, but I have. It's not my interest.
3: You mean you don't want to dress up and. Running through a
0: castle? I want to dress up and run through a castle in another means, yeah, <laughs> <No.
1: laughs>
2: in a different context. Yes.
1: Hey, if anything, it just sets up for a comedy of errors, like CBS level sitcom, where oh. like a Viking is like plucked out of you know like Scandinavia and then taken to you know England, where he has to take him into be a proper are gentleman. We, are we talking about time travel now?
2: I want a series that is basically all the Avengers that we have on all the Disney Plus series right now, like, you know, Sam and, you know, God, why why do I forget him? Sam, Bucky, like, Wanda, all them, like, out of costume in their everyday life, having to interact with each other. They all live, like, close to each other. It's almost like a Friends-style series. But, like, you've got, like, Clint, and you've got Kate, and you've got Sam and Bucky. Like, but, basically, in an everyday life, like, they come back from a battle, and it's just life in the Avengers mansion. We've seen that with Clint, though. Like, already. Big Brother. Yeah, play? but, 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 I, no, no, not a reality show. Not, <laughs> not like that. Just, like, <laughs> the, them in their everyday lives having to deal with no, stuff where no, no, they no, can't go a for <laughs> Hawkeye or Hulk or Captain America or Iron Man. No, no, no. It needs that. to be like, a Big Brother just, thing. Like, <laughs> it. it
3: they vote somebody okay. out week. We every now need week. two
2: new series. More along like Parks and Recreation, where it's just them in their everyday lives, but they can't go full superhero on it. And it's just them having to go to the grocery store or them <laughs> getting really tired with each other because one of them left the toilet seat up. And then the <laughs> other one needs to be like a Big Brother style, rea- like smutty reality TV series where you, where did H- Carol hide her secret, you know, bottle of whiskey? But, you know, whatever. Huh?
3: Disney, gross and balls. Now I just got a really bad image in my head. Never mind. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> Mickey Mouse with testes? Yes. <laughs> All right. Search
0: the internet. It's there.
3: Hey, <laughs> it, Pat, have you hey, drawn this? Siri, I, I, I hey,
0: would Siri never draw that without being paid with balls.
3: First. <laughs> I'm so scared of what this is going to be because I know there is something.
1: Like, is just looking like, up, like, actual porn on his phone and on... Like air. all Disney characters. oh, That was way more
2: family friendly oh, than I no. expected it to be It's like a bouncy house <laughs> Disney has censored this I, Google search
1: That's not what I wanted Jacob's to see going up the We can't be associated with it anymore We have to exercise him Although, from the show That
2: is fairly suggestive
3: Oh what is he holding it's one of those, um... Oh, I know what it is, but so... Yeah, that, like that's one of those, else?
1: like, accidentally, like...
2: <laughs> accidentally, anyway, Provocative, like, toys. It? Oh, oh,
1: it's like, like
3: the old Disney movies where they're like, there's a dick in this movie, and this, but there's several in Little Mermaid. Oh. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
1: found it. He found it.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's a pat.
1: Uh, uh, that's Mickey Mouse to... is gaping.
3: <laughs> that is...
0: Look up the one for Woody disturbing. from
2: Toy Story. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, I think I, think, I think I know the one you're talking oh, about. Oh, my God. Is that
3: the one with, with Buzz Lightyear also in just it, though? look it up. Okay.
2: Woody
0: Toy Story. World is this 34. what we've come to now? Yeah, this is, just, this so is, the, this is the time of the night <laughs> we've come to this.
1: But basically, like, how unintentionally inappropriate products, like how yeah, there's, yeah. like, a full-body Spider-Man balloon, but, like, where the air flow goes into the balloon, it looks like Spider-Man's cock.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jacob
1: put Jake. down his phone.
0: Did you find
1: it?
3: This is it that bad. Well, my
2: phone's down for right now.
1: <laughs> it's down for the count.
3: I said, we were still talking about dicks. <laughs> Welcome back. We're talking about dicks. It's all
2: about dicks, baby. The shape, or, or what about. are we talking about? I mean, <laughs>
1: li- li- listen, there were two weeks in a row of the podcast where Winslow opened the show. We were, they were talking about foreskin. <laughs> we talked about foreskin for 15 minutes. <laughs> The
2: other day, and
0: now Jacob's gonna Google foreskin.
2: No, I'm making sure that I don't open up my phone and that be the last thing that was open. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's just like, you know what, you're sleeping on the couch tonight because Mickey Mouse gape would not be the strangest thing she's seen me open my I phone to, probably not. Not even in the top five. That was, there was
3: something I forget what it was the other day, I was looking up something. And I told Trey, like, I really probably should have opened this up on pro- private browser. <laughs> because, like, now this is going to be, I'm going to get weird-ass ads for something. I just know it. Yeah. Because, because, like, I've gotten the weirdest ads on Facebook. I was like, if for some reason it thinks that I am a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what?
1: <laughs> no, it, it, it just thinks you're gay, you're, thinks you're gay by proximity.
3: Uh, I don't know, because a lot of this stuff was specifically... For well, gay man. <laughs> well, it is weird
1: how, like, Facebook, Facebook, especially like the Wish Ads, will give you just, like, the most deranged shit. Like, I know there for a while, JoJo was getting ads for, like, random-ass merch of, like, t-shirts, mugs, socks, but they all had, like, Velma from Scooby Doo was just like giant heaving tits.
3: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, mean
1: I would buy it. But it's just like they're, just, they're just scrolling and suddenly big titty Velma. You know, something like a pocket pussy, but it's shaped like a dragon or something. You've never looked up bad dragons, have you? When you're not in any way expecting, just like, oh, let's just have Facebook be like an AI pervert and just, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you you had like some weird out-of-pocket conversation at the house. Let's just, like... (laughs) I'm just going to infer and just put all this, like, weird shit on your puppet Mm -hmm. Facebook. (laughs) They were coming up on an hour, and I was going to wrap up with, like, talk of... Uh, if you were to do a spin-off show with us what would you like to talk about starting uh, with Mel
3: uh, just banter you <laughs> just just <laughs> nothing but banter just bullshit just b- absolute bullshit just like going back and forth just topic just from one thing to another no not even having rules really just Great bullshit.
1: <laughs> I mean, th- that's what that's what started the whole empire. I mean, it has, yeah. Just uh, ba- just like nothing but banter. Uh, Jake, was there anything specific you would like to do with a spinoff show in AYCH Network?
2: Ah, uh, I don't know. I guess maybe. I'm trying to think about it. I was trying to think about it the whole time you were talking. <laughs> um, I guess pointless products or businesses that you could make based on things that we talk about here. Like you're sitting here going, like, oh, we talked about this. but well, you could make a, you could make this out of it. Like one of those, like almost like. As seen on t v, nobody needs that product,
3: but you need that
2: product. but let's discuss it let let's unpack this it's, it's and like five easy and payments. spend thirty minutes discussing how we could make it work it's uh, like
1: what like it's just a bullshit version of shark Tank we just make up needless
2: yes, products. Uh, yeah bullshit oh. shark tank yeah uh, so bull shark tank bull shark tank there bull shark bullshit tank. <laughs>
1: Dre? <laughs>
0: Sorry, I'm, my brain's stuck on Bull Tank.
3: <laughs> I already know what he's probably going to say.
0: Oh, no, my brain was going more on the serious things. I'm like...
3: Oh, it's not about like SCA. Oh, it is. Like. Oh, I'm going to do an
0: SEA uh,
1: uh, podcast. <laughs> it's going to be a thing. And for those of you who aren't aware, SEA stands for Society of Creative Anachronism. Basically, it's just group where people get together and reenact and recreate medieval life and culture from like the arts to wardrobe to period accurate reconstructions and mock combat for people who want a hands-on experience with recreating medieval culture in like a safe, fun, and inclusive way. That was one of the original things I thought about doing with Trey back when we, I was becoming like more like involved with the show, like Mm -hmm. back when I was just like the talent booker instead of just like booking everything. (laughs) But doing an SEA episode or just SEA spinoff, because like, because mm-hmm. like, there it, isn't
0: one that exists. There's a YouTube channel, yeah. but it doesn't do its justice.
1: We're coming into our fifth year of being a, a show, and like, I really want us to continue to grow and provide new things and and different, I guess, outlooks that people may not expect yeah. from a, a central Alabamian show. Like we're li- like we're literally one of the longest running internet radio shows in the state of Alabama.
2: That's awesome. See, Trey was thinking all serious. Like, I was thinking about it from a goofy standpoint, because anytime I'm like, oh, I would love to do a fitness podcast, I'm like, get the fuck out of here with yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> Trey, I'm going to need to
1: take that to the workshop and really put some more poo-poo pee-pee on there. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
0: they went the joking side of it. I decided to go the serious side of you it. You don't think
1: bullshit to make a serious, son?
3: Oh, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> and plus, I, I, I did have a second I'm one where wrong. Trey and I would rewatch watch the Dragonheart movies one by one. Because there's five I like of those, those. bitches. Yeah. There's only one that's cringeworthy. There's only one. Only
0: one. Only one. Yeah, only one. Which one? Which one is that? Uh, it's the the third one. I think it's the third or fourth one.
3: But what was your other idea other than the sea? Did you have? Huh? <laughs> Did you have? Was it was just play is tired now. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> um, We've been up since three a.m.
1: Droopy, droopy. It's gonna be three a.m. again in a, <laughs> like two and a half hours. No, one
0: I would like to do, being that I've listened to other podcasts that are like this. I hate to break that to you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to shit other than us? How dare you? Pretty only <laughs> podcast.
3: would be that like this, the crazy and, like, ex-girlfriend, like, what are you doing?
0: It's along the lines of SCA, but uh, is all the other historical podcasts I've l- listened to. Um, and so they're kind of boring. Nerd. So it's more or less, um, it's a thought of making another we, one. We
1: need to zhuzh it up. Because, mm-hmm. like, in a similar respect, there's, like, a lot of podcasts I listen to. I, I might be a little poisoned by how outlandish our show is. But sometimes I listen to the people talking about mu- music or movies or just, like, pop culture. It's like, y'all need to that's zhuzh I mean. it, <laughs> up. A it up. Blind. They're a little they all need some chaos. They'll need some common here. You
2: see, that's the issue that I have with any of the, and again, I know people are going to, like, zhuzh sleep go to sleep and snore out when i talk about this but fitness not y'all but people Mm -hmm. if they're listening to this um is that like a lot of the fitness podcasts want to run one of two ways either they go super hyper boring with the technical stuff and trust me i'm an exercise nerd i absolutely love all that shit i still sometimes almost fall asleep to it or they ramble too much and not like like if i if i want to listen to like a ramble ranty podcast I mean this with all due love and respect when I say this. (laughs) I'll listen to this podcast. Like, I want to listen to friends and people that I know, like kind of ranting and rambling and shooting the shit. If I'm listening to a fitness podcast where I want to hear them eventually venture around to a point... I that's what I want. So like, there, there's a lot of podcast genres where people seem to miss the mark, where they either don't juice it up enough, or they forget what their podcast is about in the first place.
1: It was a good thing that we never had a solid point. That's like that's the <laughs> yeah. strength of being the variety show. You can do whatever you well, want, and
2: y'all do that well. Like I yeah. honestly like I, I don't have an issue with y'all because y'all have like. Y'all do what you set out to do well, so y'all hit the mark on that. Other people forget that they're like, okay, we're a fitness podcast. Not everybody wants to listen to a couple people that they don't know sit around and shoot the shit Mm -hmm. when it's in the context of fitness, not when it's the context of y'all. I feel there's a lot of back-end accomplishments happening. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to say this and get my point across. I'm going to shut the fuck up. (laughs)
1: All right, but I think I that was a that, uh, that was a good, nice uh, hour-ish of some good quality banter with, with a new banter crew, hey. and and hopefully uh, they won't. Uh, we can have them on again uh, much sooner than they think, because I'm al- I'm always happy to bring on all our friends and just. Whenever we can get them on. As long as
3: you uh, don't kill me with hot sauce again, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> hey, we can find some other things to do with you. It, I will it die. won't in- involve uh, spices.
3: We know it mild is spicy for me. I, I died.
1: <laughs> but hey, you did you did pretty well with that green jalapeno sauce. It wasn't too bad.
3: I died. All of them were bad. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm
2: sad I missed that episode. Oh my
3: god! I think Pat won me on it just to torture me.
2: I love hot sauce. I have you
1: on for good, good, insightful banter. Look, the hot sauces weren't like
0: super strong, but for somebody that doesn't like spice, yeah, Mel,
3: yeah,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: well, you and Cannon decided to mix them all.
0: Okay, look, we took four of them, mixed them on a plate, and then tried them
3: Mm-mm.
0: No. together. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> sounds awesome. <laughs>
0: it really wasn't that bad. That it looked bad. It, it looked <laughs> kind of like saying glass, actually, when they had, when they kind of <laughs> poured it all together. Because it was like pour this one, pour this one. Oh, we're gonna
1: pour this one. Ooh, that one sounds good. Pour this one. Mix this case. up. <laughs> but 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 it was, it, all, it was all different kinds of viscosities. So they weren't really mixing. <laughs> I want to say thank you all to my co-hosts this evening for joining me and b- making a very You're special, welcome. unique banter episode. And uh, I want to thank all of you out there in Banterland for listening. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. Whatever you listen, whatever you listen to, be sure to listen to wherever podcasts are found on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. If there's a podcast place out there, we're probably on it, so be sure to listen to us on there and like, rate, view, and subscribe when you do so. And follow us on our socials on Twitter and Instagram at AYC Podcast and at all you can hear. Uh, if you're listening to this episode the week it comes out, that means on Monday, April 25th, there's a brand new episode of All Here, Can Hear, episode 260, where the lads have their best movies of the 1990s tournament, where we whittle down 69 movies down to a sweet 16, and we figure out which of those is the best of the decade. And also, that Thursday, which would be yesterday, if you listen to this on the week of, Cage and Greatness Crew reviewing The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the brand new Nicolas Cage movie, basically Nicolas Cage Endgame, where it has all these references and insights to all of his previous films, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, please go check that out as well. And lastly, you can follow me, B Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name.
2: This is Joyful, Jacob. So, um, My full name is Jacob Summers. I own Bars and Stripes Fitness, a gym here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And you can pretty much find me anywhere on all forms of social media, including Twitter, at Bars and Stripes Fitness, LLC, um, even on TikTok. And our gym is dedicated towards making sure that everybody feels the ability to feel comfortable in a gym, uh, that the gym and trainers are not the final obstacle to reaching your health goals. So we are inclusive, we are empowering, and we make sure that we give people a balance of mental health and physical health. Whether or not you are somebody who is trying to get strong, somebody who is trying to get lean, somebody who is trying to reclaim their fitness, we make sure that we cater towards everybody's needs while also helping to bring you together with a trainer that specializes to help do so. So wherever you're at, We can come to you. Now, when I say that, I mean you come to our gym. But we can meet you where you are at in life and help you reach your goals. So we believe that fitness belongs to people of all Bars and Stripes. And we look forward to helping you. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, just need some advice, or want to train with us online or in person, Bars and Stripes Fitness, LLC. Thank you.
1: All right. Trey, do you have anything you'd like to promote or plug? I have nothing to contribute at the moment.
3: (laughs) You can find him always on Sunday, field practicing. Fighting.
1: Beating the shit out of me, <laughs> <laughs> and Mel bugs.
3: Actually, I don't even remember my Instagram thing, but I'm pretty sure it's still Misfit Mel. Um, trying to get better about posting on there, um, just everyday things. But other than that, that's all I have.
1: All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Once again, thank you all for joining me, and we we'll talk to you all very soon. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Nice.